1: To another edition of Bogey Free, I'm your host Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jones TFR, and I am flying solo tonight. Um, Evan had uh, just just something he he could not get out of uh, this evening, so it's just going to be me. Um, the unfortunately, the snake draft lobby is uh, is very dead. Um, I just tweeted out. A link to the $1 six man, hoping that it fills shortly. Um, But we can talk, you know, we can talk about plenty of other stuff before that. Um, Anyway, this week obviously is the Wells Fargo. Um, We have seen Quail Hollow a bunch of times. Obviously, uh, it's been. The host of a major before like this is this is not a new this is not a new track for us by any means um so yeah we're i'm looking forward to this week i like the course quite a bit it's one of the stronger fields that we've had um in a in a non-major this year for sure so uh definitely definitely looking forward to that um just going through and thinking about the the pricing this week uh the very the very top of the board um is loaded obviously and it's one of those situations where you're just going to have to play uh play the the lower owned guys um there's not really a situation <clears throat> where um in a field that has this many uh that has this many you know top flight golfers to start uh that I'm, that I'm really going to go chalk hunting because, um, you just, you just don't have to right there. There's always going to be somebody who is a little bit lower owned than they're supposed to be in the 10,000 and up range or so. Um, and that just, that gets even, that gets magnified even more when you're talking about, um, you know, a, a stronger field. So this week, when you're talking about the 10K and up guys, you have you know Rory right right at 10K. Um, I don't know. God bless if you're if you're willing to play Rory regardless of ownership. Um, Webb is there, Xander's there, Rom, Bryson, and JT. Uh, I I think that Xander is going to be very low owned. Um. Web will probably be next, and then Rory will, um, Rory will get some ownership for, um, for better or worse <laughs> for him. Honestly, um, I'm not, I'm not going there. Uh, the The interesting, uh, the interesting guy, and I'm curious to see where he goes uh, once this, once the snake starts. We need one more person in here. So um, if I, if I abruptly stop. And start talking about the draft. You know why? Um, Aaron Wise is uh, apparently going to be very popular this week. Um, I I ran my ownership around two o'clock this afternoon, maybe, and um, he uh, he looks like he's going to be like a top three owned a top three owned golfer this week. Um, yeah, I'll I'll get into my rant. I'll get into my rant after after the draft here. Let me share my screen. Um so that we can not that way, that way. All right. Uh so looks like I drew pick 3. Uh we got about 30 seconds here. I'm going to take a sip of my water. Usually Evan can can fill in the silence there, but he uh, like I said, super busy. Uh, very important guy could not could not find the time tonight so um hopefully everything's okay if you if you want to check him check in on him uh, at any point it's at echainy 69 you can uh you can do that all right so let's see any familiar na- no no familiar names here um but the draft is starting so here we go we got uh pick 3 <laughs> Oh, you, you know it, Miley. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm super crown rich. Uh, all right. So let's see who went, uh, Rom. Well, Shoffley actually went first. So, okay. Um, and then Rom, it's, uh, it's a very easy decision for me. I will go Justin Thomas. He is my highest rated golfer in power ranking and, um, I just I don't I I don't really feel the need to uh to get too cute yet. Um let's see who comes back around. This is a little bit of a wait here now, so um I'm hoping I can get somebody in this range here. The read can't lay. All right, Bryson went. I don't I don't think there's any shot that Zalatoris makes it back to me. Um but he would be he would be the one. Um, Hoblin goes. Hoblin looks like he's a, a little trendy, as uh, some people have him on, on their outright cards. All right, Zalatoris just went. Webb went. Um, and I'm I'm fine with Hoblin. I I'm curious to see what his ownership actually shakes out uh, to be. Finau goes. Oh my boy, Tringali went. Uh, Nagel must Nagel must be in this uh in this draft. Um all right, no way in hell I'm drafting Rory. The, the conversation is probably probably Reed or Neiman for me. Uh and I'm thinking that I'm thinking I'm gonna go Neiman. Um I kind of instantly regretted that as soon as as soon as I clicked them, but um I think I think Neiman's fine. I think there's a chance that – all right, Cantley just went, so they were thinking similarly. I think there's a chance here at 15. Um, I would love to get, I would love to get Reed anyway. I would love to get Answer. Um, I'd love to get Sungjae. I'd love to get Harmon. So there are some, there are some good, uh, good, good picks that I'm guaranteed to get here. Um, curious to see how far Rory slides. Rory's still available. Reed goes. Oh man. Do you, do you draft Rory here? Yeah, Homa too. I yeah, I know. This is this is a pretty this is a pretty stacked range for me. Like this this little quartet here. Um yeah, Connors goes, I'm fine with that. So answer Homa, Sung and Harmon. Um I think are are solid there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Miley. I'm gonna go with Max here. Um, should I? Yeah, I'll I'll have enough exposure to Harmon. Um, we'll we'll talk about that shortly. Um, but I'll make sure I'll make sure to at Miley if uh, if this doesn't work out. Answer goes. People don't really like Harmon. There's a chance that Harmon could could roll around back to me. Rory finally goes at pick 17, which is, I mean, pretty wild when you think about it. Um, let's see. Okay, Harmon goes, so he didn't quite make it back. That's all right. Um, Keegan goes, no chance in hell. I was drafting him anyway. Um, now things Now things get a little bit interesting. Like, I think... Larry goes, that's fine. I think can I say no to Tommy if he's there? Power ranking hates Tommy this week. Um hasn't really done a ton. But this does feel like a course that that he would that he would do pretty well. All right, and then he goes anyway. All right. So I'm thinking it's really between between Grio and Wallace for me here. Um, and I'm going to go Wallace. Man, this is, this, this part of the board, I feel like gets, uh, gets kind of tight. Like there's, if you have conviction on one of these guys, I guess um, good on you, but like Day, Grio, Sink, Fowler. Like if 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 Grio makes it back to me, that's that's a home run for me. Um, Sink, Fowler, Henley, English, Varner, Jones, Glover. St- like all these guys, it's just it's just mix and match. Like who who do you who do you want to play Whack a Mole with this week? I don't really feel I don't really feel supremely confident that. Um, any one of these guys are really uh that much better than any of the other ones. All right, so Grio and Day go. Um I mean Gary's gotta turn it around at some point, right? So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go Gary Woodland. Um what does that leave me with here? That was my fifth pick, so I'm thinking I can probably close this out. No problem with like an Ortiz or maybe some Denny McCarthy, perhaps Fowler finally goes a pick thirty. Barner goes at thirty one. My namesake at thirty two. Schwartzel goes at the pick right before me. Yeah, you know, I think I think I'm gonna dip. I think I'm gonna dip a little bit and uh, and go with Denny here. So the final team here is Justin Thomas, Joaquin Neiman, Max, Wallace, Woodland, and Denny. Good old Denny boy. Um I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about that team. I really like JT. Um, if, you know, if if some appro- reasonable approximation of what Gary Woodland used to be uh, shows up here, I think that this, uh, this team is a smash. Um, all right, let's stop sharing this. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way
0: to search for a candidate Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: So yeah, um, pretty happy with that team. I think it could have it could have gone a little bit better if Grio could have made it back to me. That would have been nice. Um, but you know, you know what they say: beggars can't be choosers. So, um, all right. So let's get into this this Aaron Wise thing. I was really hoping I was really hoping that Evan um, Evan would be here. So that we could, uh, you know, we could we could chat, and I could get worked up because I'm sure that he'll he would um, he would say something about why Aaron Wise is actually actually a good play. Um, look, if we're at a point in the PGA DFS life cycle that we are playing guys off of eight rounds of history. Uh, I think DraftKings just needs to just needs to pack it in. I think that they need to uh, stop offering golf in general and uh, just move on. Just just try something else. The the Professional Fighters League I think is starting up. Um, maybe some Aussie Rules football. Uh, something and literally anything, but. Um, but PGA, this, this idea that, um, that this is a good, that this is good chalk, like that he should be one of the top three or five highest owned guys. I don't care what his price is. He's 7,100, right? And he has a 18th place. I think it was, and a, and a runner up finish here. Great. That's awesome. That's very, very nice. Um, over the past 5 weeks or 5 events he missed the cut he finished tied for 44th he finished tied for 13th that's good he finished tied for 65th and he missed the cut realistically T65 is a missed, missed cut like let's not let's not sugarcoat things here um before that a 66th place finish and a missed cut before that so he has missed 3 of his 7 cuts so far this year and has one finish inside the top 40. I don't I don't understand what the mental gymnastics are for you to tell yourself and get there and say, "You know what? I understand all that." However, can I interest you in his runner-up finish from 3 years ago? That that's not that's not a thing that's not a thing we should be doing um overall I think that ownership has sharpened up quite a bit since we started this show where like people would people would miss the cut um and their ownership would be sliced in half right even even if they gained strokes on approach uh, and just had a bad putting a couple of days putting um just just slash slash the ownership in half Um, that really doesn't, that really doesn't happen anymore. And I think that that's indicative of the fact that it's things have, things have gotten better. Our analysis of golf has gotten better. We understand, um, how to separate the categories and what's signal and what's noise. And for some reason there's every once in a while, there's one of these stupid instances where we, um, where we just forget about all that. And I know that he's going to be first round leader or he's, you know, he's going to finish in the top five, uh, this week. And I'm, I'm never going to hear the end of it, uh, for this, for this rant. But I think that it's a mistake that we are, that we're doing this, this week. Um, he obviously was, um, playing much, much better in 2019 coming into this. Um, he had just had a top twenty at the Masters in his previous start, and um, in in twenty eighteen when he was runner up, he did miss the cut the week before, um, but he won the week after at the Fort Worth. So, or I'm sorry, not not Fort Worth at uh, at the Byron Nelson. So he he obviously figured something out and he was obviously um he was obviously rounding into form. So let's not like let's not kid ourselves and act like um act like the smartest people in the room and like oh no, you know, 3 weeks ago he had this top 15 finish and he has eight decent rounds here so we we just have to we just have to jam him in. That's it's ridiculous. Whew. Okay. Um Glad I got that. Glad I got that out of my system. Um, full disclosure, as an emotional hedge, I did play him as an outright for 175 to one on DraftKings, which is still available right now. Um, just, just to take the take the sting off. Um, if, if by some miracle he ends up winning, um, but that's that's a uh, that's an emotional hedge. That's not like financial advice. I do have some uh some picks that I did want to get to uh a pretty I have a pretty heavy top twenty card this week um I went with Zalatoris, Grio English gooch McCarthy, Straka, and moreensky um the Zalatoris play is just like i mean. That that dude's a stud, and he is going to continue to play really well, I think. Um, and and I think he probably wins a tournament sooner rather than later. So, um, getting him at plus one seventy five is uh, for a top twenty. I think is is just far too much value. I Think I made him like one fifteen or so, plus one fifteen or something around there. So, um, most of the rest of the guys that I mentioned were on um, on Fanduel which j- they just had they, they, their numbers were inflated there English Guchin, and McCarthy were um, 450 and above and uh, the sim showed value there so um, and then Straka and were are 800 and 900 just just bomb plays quit little a little risk um, and a decent reward so uh, that's that's that. I do have an each way on Harmon uh, right now as well. At that 365, they have, um, what is it this week? One-fifth of the odds, or I'm sorry, one-quarter of the odds for a top five. So um, if you were to play, if you were to just look for a, a top five for Harmon by himself, by itself, it would be around like plus 800, plus 850 at most books. And this gets you access... Um, at plus 1250 for a top five, which I think there's, I think there's a ton of value there on Harmon. Um, and then realistically, the, the decisions that I'm making now to round out my outrights kind of revolve around whether or not I'm going to play uh, one of the, one of the big guys or not. I think that I'm probably going to end up uh, playing a little bit of Bryson at plus 1500 I think that that is um, that's right about what what I made him uh, as far as the sim goes, but um, I don't I'm I don't really ever show like a ton of value on these super short guys. So every once in a while, I just like to take a stab. So if I go there um, and I have Harmon, I'll probably pick uh, somebody around like the uh, answer Neiman, like the thirty five hundred to to 4,500 range, or maybe even go back to Sungjae this week. Um, and then just, you know, just take a couple of bombs uh, for, uh, for some each ways, like something, something simple, like uh, Munoz who can score, right? Like you have, um, you have some tempting guys at, at over a hundred to one, even, even Gary, um, at Bet three sixty five right now is uh, one forty to one, which um, I think is probably I think it's probably pretty decent, um, at least to get the at least to get those boosted top five odds. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really I don't really think that there's a ton else that I am going to hit this week. I am retooling my head to head sim. Um, So hopefully I'll have that figured out sooner rather than later. Um, If you are playing during the week and you're doing showdown, uh, make sure you check out my content over at FTN. I will have um, the putting regression model posted with some of my favorite plays for the day. Um, I'll have that up Thursday night, not on Friday because I have a wedding. Which is uh, pretty pretty exciting stuff. First wedding in a couple of years, and um, then on Saturday night as well, I will have um, I'll have those articles up. And of course, on Rotoviz right now, you can check out the slate breakdown. I have my perfect lineup percentages in there, and um, the optimizer is loaded up with the power ranking scores. And I will have um, I'm going to do my first real adjustments of ownership projections now. So um, that's uh, that's it. That's the content for the week. Um, we will be back next week, of course. Hopefully Evan uh, can find time in his busy schedule for us again. Uh, thanks for listening and good luck. We will talk soon. See ya.